Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date, Mailbag Edition. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. What's going on, Diznoggy? It is straight up 90 degrees at my desk. Yeah, now see, you always go, oh, you should have the AC in your bedroom so you can sleep. But I'm in the air-conditioned room now, and you're not. So it's 81 degrees in your room? Mm, I can't really see the dial from here telling me what the temperature actually is. But, yeah, I mean, that sounds plausible. Okay. <clears throat> but either way, I'm only going to sweat a regular amount during this pod show. Mm-hmm. Well, I took a cold shower before we got started just to, uh... You dummy! You're supposed to take a hot shower! Well, that doesn't make any sense. That way, when you get out, don't feel don't feel so hot. But the shower would have to be so hot. Yeah, yeah, like, almost scalding. Like, right, yeah. like, just the hottest that you can stand without, uh, without all your skin turning all red. All right. That's I'll do that next time. Do it, do it next time. How you been? Uh, all right. Hey, you remember, like, last week when I was just crazy excited about getting new towels? Last week or the week before? Oh, yeah. And I do I, remember that. I, I love a good towel, but the problem is I don't own a good towel. Oh. Um, but sometimes a hotel will have like a good towel, and I'll be like, "Man, I wish I had that." I rarely my have found that hotel. to be the case. By the way, wait, what? That a hotel has a good towel? What's wrong with the hotel towels? They usually have been like bleached too much, and they're hard. Yeah, hard as a rock, right? Just to, yeah. s- to scrub you down. No. Yeah, that's what I like. No, I have a like a steel wool. No, look, I went to Daiso, and I got a men's hard towel to scrub with. It's basically... Do you know those orange net fences that they put up? Yeah, 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 like for Little League. For Little League and so on? Mm -hmm. That are made out of a plastic mesh that uh, is sharp like uh, six-pack rings? Kind of like the stuff that Easter baskets are made of. Right, well, I have one of those from Daiso. It's yellow, and it's very good for scrubbing. Probably too good. Because then you're all bloody. Well, I mean, you're all raw. Like I've gotten fifteen skin infections. Yeah, that's probably yeah. Yes. Uh, but when I get out of the shower, I I like to have a nice soft plush towel. Well, here also. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing I didn't know growing up. Did you know that there's such a thing as a bath sheet? A bath sheet. Yeah. What does that mean? It's like a towel that's like four towels. Like a huge towel. The huge towel. It's yes. an enormous towel. I was aware that the huge towel exists. Okay. I don't well, really like the huge towel. Oh, I do. I feel like we have the exact opposite idea about what towels are supposed to be like. You don't yeah. like them to be rough and hurt your skin. And you no. like them to be big enough for your whole body. What's wrong with yes. you? Huh. Anyway, my main problem with towels, most towels, that you buy somewhere... Is that no matter what you do, they never stop leaving lint on you. There's hmm. just always towel lint. Maybe this is because of all of the vigorous scrubbing you're doing? That my skin is extra rough somehow, and it's uh, stealing lint from the towels? I mean, you're probably just destroying these towels, and then the detritus falls onto you. This is... alright. I specifically... Was looking right. for towels that said, like, the reviews were like, oh, no, it doesn't leave lint all over you. Like, and people were talking about it, so I'm not the only one that had a problem, all right? I'm all right. not one of those I'm gonna freaks. Start, I'm going to start yes-anding you then. Okay, and so I specifically got these new towels that all the reviews on the Amazons were saying that they don't leave the lints on you. If you wash them, like, one time, you're good to go. 
and that is the exact opposite of the case. These things are linty as all hell. I got lints all over my face and body all the time, <laughs> in my mouth. It's getting fucking ridiculous. Um, you don't have a beard. M- well, no, but I mean, I get stubbles and stuff because I. Sh- yeah, no. This is this is what I'm saying. Like, if you had a beard, you wouldn't get stubbles. You mean I wouldn't get the lint in my stubbles? Yeah, yeah. I mean the uh, that that stubble. It's that a lint is magnet. The, yeah, that's a lint magnet for sure. But it gets all over my body and everything too, and I do not shave that nearly as often. Only every other day do I shave all my body hairs. Mm. And the lint's it's just everywhere, and it's all over the bathroom. It's just <sighs> I was so excited, and that's Amazon my mistake. Lied to that's you. my mistake. My mistake is always getting excited about something. Nothing good will ever happen. Do you understand, everybody? Don't take this on like it's your fault. Amazon lied to you. All the a reviewers. website told lies. Yeah, I, sh- I should. I should sue the reviewers of Amazon's. I should. Uh, you should definitely leave a review where you threaten to sue every other reviewer. I sh- no. I should class action lawsuit. That's how it works when you sue a lot of people, right? It's a class action because you're, su- mm. you're suing a whole class of people. Isn't that how it works? I'm I gonna, think so. I'm gonna do a class action lawsuit, and I'm going to win ten to twenty million dollars. You know the lawyers get almost all of it in these class action deals. Oh. Um, well, I mean, it's fair. It's just me and the lawyer, so... Have you ever been a part of a class action lawsuit? I get notices all the time that I am eligible or something yeah. for class action lawsuits. For, for like, oh, the employer you used to work for made some people work overtime and didn't pay them, and now there's a class action lawsuit. And it's like, well... <laughs> Have you ever gotten any dollars as a result of one? No. no, no. I think I got $7 one time. That'd be pretty sweet. I'd love to get $7 for no reason. It'd be great. Well, I found, uh... I found, like, $40 at the supermarket the other day, but I turned it into the customer service. That was nice of was you. Was that pretty lame? Was I lame? Am I lame because no. I did that? Should I have taken it and bought, like, a, like a boss-ass fucking keyboard protector or something? What's a keyboard? Yeah, no, I don't know what to call it. Like the sleeve that you put over your keyboard to protect all the buttons from getting dirty. <sighs> oh, one of those one of them plasticky, uh, rubbery things. One you, of those condoms that goes over your, your laptop keyboard, keyboard condom. Right, exactly. So you don't get it full of crumbs and stuff. Should I bought the coolest one of those that I could with the money that I found at the supermarket instead of turning it into the customer service desk. Can we blue sky this for a minute? What is the coolest possible keyboard protector? It's got uh, it's got Totoro on it. Okay, right across the center, you can. It's like um, it's trans transparent enough that you can see what all the buttons are and everything. But there's a definite Totoro shape on the center of the keyboard. I mean, that is pretty cool. Um, and he's got a boner. What? Yeah, Totoro with a boner. Totoro wouldn't do that. What? What are you talking about? That's that that just that wouldn't happen. Totoro Did definitely that... goes to Pound Town. Did that happen in that movie? Yeah, he pounds like he, there's like four separate very adult sex scenes where Totoro just goes to Pound Town on people. I mean, it is it is Japanese. And one of them, he bends over the English language narrator of the ads at one point. He's like, my neighbor Totoro. And then he gets it right in the bottle. Mm. Yeah. Japan, post-war Japan was a terrible place. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so by the way, those, they ever, whenever they Americanize one of those Studio Ghibli films, it's always, they don't even try to get the, like, the pronunciations anywhere close to correct. No, you were 100% right with your uh, neighbor about to get it in the bottle. It's like, you are not close. It is not Totoro. It's Totoro. But My like, neighbor Totoro. Totoro. You're like, oh boy. That wasn't so good. Hey, you know what? Uh, what? Doc, did you ever watch the Animal Crossing movie? Wait, there was an Animal Crossing movie? Uh-huh. No, I no. I yeah, haven't. you gotta look that shit up. I love Animal Crossing. I love it. Was it a good film? I mean, it had all the elements you'd expect. Kid moves to town. A rhino's a jerk and only wants to talk about how much he works out. I mean, it's basically... <laughs> what What else do you need? Um, 
I kind of feel like you're yanking it, my chain, and I'm going to look up this movie. It's real. I'm going to try desperately to see this movie, and it's not going to exist, and it's just going to be just one more thing in my day that went wrong. It is real. I will. Here are the two caveats. Right. Three or four years ago, when I did watch it, I did have to bit torrent it. Okay. Because it's not like it's, it's not, just not available. It's not on I would have paid money to see it, but it ain't anywhere. Uh, and secondly, it might be entirely in my imagination that Tom Nook talks like that uh, shadow that you're always doing for Babylon Five. <laughs> they would not if follow well, you. If you were dead. Yeah, maybe he's like... That's what Tom Nook should talk like, right? He's like, I hope you liked the addition on your home. It will cost you 198,000 bell. (laughs) You're like, oh boy, you're a fucking creeper. I'm not going to pay off this debt because I don't want to come back here. Go see my two sons. (laughs) Hey, I didn't know uh, Tanuki, a a Tanuki wasn't a raccoon. No, it's a special other thing. It's a special different animal they got over there. Why do they have their yeah. own animals? Um, Who invited like them to have many. them? I think that's basically their only one, right? I don't know. I don't know anything about Japanese animals. Japan, they have Japan those, animals. They have those monkeys that like hot springs. Mm. And uh, they have raccoon dogs. Because I knew from the video that I had growing up, I knew about China's most secret animal. Uh, that's the red panda. Yeah. It wasn't much of a secret, really. But it was still China's most secret animal. But I don't think we had Japan's most secret animal. No, we only had China and India. India was one of them? What was India's? Was it like a tiger? I think it was just a tiger. It's not super secret. Yeah, well, there aren't that many left in India. Yeah, well, yes. I mean, I guess maybe finding a tiger would be very difficult. But I think people have heard tell. Yeah, apparently they're... Um... Apparently they've been introduced into Eastern Europe. What, Bengal tigers? No, the raccoon dog. Oh, oh. man, it'd be buck wild if there were <laughs> Bengal tigers like, running around in Poland and Romania and shit. Those people don't know what they're in for. They're about to get fucked up. You know those people fucking panic if they see a big house cat kind of far away. Well, ain't got I the, mean, that's the English specifically. They ain't got, like, the big felines there. They don't have they got, they're, they're. I mean, they're just no super predators left in... In the Europe. In England, for sure, but generally in Europe. They got... Yeah, what do they got? Do they, do they have bears? Six sick wolves. They got bears, right? Mm, like, barely. Or maybe. Right? In, like, didn't Russia have bears or something? Yeah, Russia... the, But probably not the European part. Okay. Not the part uh, uh, west of the Caucasus is. And I think the bears that they got there aren't, aren't big. Are they more like... Um, Blue bears? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't remember what kind of bear Baloo was. It's true. They are always Weird tree accentuating bears. the positive. Yeah. And um, hanging out with racist caricatures of apes and stuff. The ape caricatures of... Yeah, it's problematic. What are we going to do? Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, what makes the red man red? Peter Pan no, style. I mean, you specifically. What are you going to do about it? I'm making my own. I'm making my own Jungle Book. It's going to be the 19th Jungle Book movie that's going to come out in, in this five-year period. But this one, uh, they're all going to be kind of like the human being from Greendale. Just, re- like, no gender or race. Or they're not going to be animals either. They're all going to be the same. They're all going to be the same guy. And that way, no one can be offended. Uh, you'll still find a way to do it wrong. Well, there's going to be a, a ton of swearing. It's definitely going to be R-rated. There's going to be, like, doing it jokes. And, like, uh, turlet jokes. And jokes about astronomy. Well, okay. So look out for that. It's coming soon. So anyway, dog, I got lots of lint on my towels, was the point. I'm sorry that Amazon lied to you. It makes me very unhappy because I, I can't ever have a good towel in my whole life. Well, since you don't care about any other attributes of towels, yeah. why don't you just get the biggest like tea towels you can find? Those usually don't have lint on them. What's a tea towel? You know what a tea towel is. What's a tea towel? It's like, it's like usually, you know, it's the kind of thing you keep uh, in your kitchen. 
It's like mm. a dish towel, a but dish not towel. a... You want me to clean myself with a dish towel? But a big one. Or so far from together. Oh, that's a hella good idea. I don't know how absorbent they are. They're not very absorbent, but they're not very linty. Yeah, that might be worth the trade-off. I'm not going to use my current set of dish towels, because they... You know what dish towels kind of end up smelling like. Even after they come out of the laundry, they just kind of yeah, smell like... They smell extremely nasty. Like gross? Like mildew, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I use a dish towel once, and then I just throw it in the washing machine, because I can't. You can't, I can't, I can't. Here's the Here's the problem. I don't care if the dish towel itself smells bad. I don't spend that much of my life doing it. But, like, if you touch a dish towel or... Fuck you if you have a sponge at your sink. Yeah. You touch that sponge, your hand smells like sponge for hours. It's pretty gross. Do you have a lot of, like, hand sanitizer things around? No. Okay, because we have a bunch. Just all over, like, in every room, everywhere. There's little, like, tiny, tiny antibacterial hand gel tubes. Uh, And I feel like the most often... The most common reason I use them is because I've touched a dish towel or a sponge or something like that. Like, this one mm. is some kind of delicious... It says Green Goddess. It looks like a bunch of limes all over it. I'm going to use some right now. Just thinking about that dish towel made, me, made my hands feel nasty. I do have a bottle of 91% isopropyl alcohol on my desk. Is that for, um... I use it to get sticky stuff off of my letter openers and stuff when I get Amazon packages. Why is there sticky stuff? Oh, okay, get it. Because you open the from cutting tape. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got it. I got it. No, dog. I'm I'm jizzing on knives. Oh, I thought you were like, oh, you know, I got these um, things on my desk that get all sticky. I can't. I can't finish unless I have the tip placed right on the edge of a knife. (laughs) You know, uh, you've you've graduated for no good reason. You've graduated to that level of fear-based eroticism. It's not. It's not fear. Danger. It's exhibit. Yes, it's exhibit. Exhibit. Is and he's going to give it to you. <laughs> That's not exhibit. I know. <laughs> uh, Marjan's been. Um, uh, Marjan's gone on an emotional roller coaster. I don't think she'll mind if I talk about it. I, I saw. I saw you guys Sunday. What happened? Uh, it's going on before, during, and after that. So she saw the... She wanted to watch the documentary on HBO about Dr. Dre. Because <clears throat> it was also about, uh, Jimmy Iovine, or whatever his name is, and Interscope Records. And she, like, she loves Interscope Records, because it's got, like, the Nine Inch Nails, and the, uh, the Marilyn Manson, and all the stuff that moody teenagers would like. Yep. And, uh, but then, you know, she, she came out of that being like, man, Dr. Dre is a true artist. This is, like, the most amazing thing. I love Dr. Dre so much. And she already liked some Dr. Dre songs. She likes Let Me Ride and, uh, Nothing But a G Thing and some other chronic stuff. Um, but she was just, like, all on board Dr. Dre. And she was, she was getting into all the, the raps. She was getting back into all the raps and listening to the raps and everything. We listened to a lot of Doggy Style and uh, The Predator and um, some of the later Dre stuff, like maybe from The Chronic 2001. Anyway, we were she was having a rap renaissance. Did you listen to Forgot About Dre? Uh, yes. No, we didn't because that's really more of an Eminem song. I don't. I don't consider that a Dr. Dre song. We listened to Still Dre. Okay, that one's pretty good. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so then she found out that he was a repeat offender of uh, abusing the ladies, beating up the mm-hmm. women's, and uh, she was really embarrassed because she'd, she'd posted on the social medias about how much she loved Dr. Dre recently and stuff like that. But um, the, re- the reason I brought it up is because we were talking about Exhibit and the DMX, and we were listening to all kinds of rap and watching all kinds of rap videos recently, and we watched that Going Back to Cali video by L. Cool J. Yes. That was like, that is the shit. It was such a, they had a point of view, they had like a a mission to accomplish, and they hella accomplished it. Both in the sound of that song and that wonderful video with all the slutty white girls dancing so very late 80s, early 90s. It is a treat to watch that video. It's kind of amazing. I mean, it's, but it's to the point where like, don't listen to the song if you're not watching the video. 
Mm, yeah. It's just going to be disappointing. I like the song. I like it. A lot of horns. Not in the, it's it's it sounds like it's the same genre as Wild Thing. Yes, it does. But f- five hundred times better produced and recorded. Remind me whether or not uh, Cool James is styling and profiling yeah, in that song. Is. Yes, he very much is. Okay, just but checking. He's not interested in going back to Cali. When do you think was the last time that someone styled without profiling? Mm, just doing a quick mental check here. Uh, boy. It could be no later than 1987, right? Yeah, I don't think... I, I'm I'm not sure in my lifetime anybody has styled and not profiled. And not subsequently profiled? Yeah. I think yeah. it's... I think it's become... One is a prerequisite of the other. You can't profile unless you've, you've styled. And I think everyone is interested in profiling. I don't you think anybody's right. super interested in just styling. Right. Y- you are correct, though, that he does decide against going back to Cali. He's like, no. Nah. I don't think so. People keep trying to tell him that he should go back to Cali. Because, um, because the, the lady likes the ocean. I remember that's one of the lines. She says, she likes the ocean. But he's not interested. When I was driving home from jury duty a month ago, I guess more than a month ago now, uh, one of the times Wild Thing was on the radio, (laughs) and, uh, it's tough to listen to. It's bonkers that that can be on the radio today. Because it's so... Like, were you listening to the classic hip-hop station? Like, how did that happen? No, dog, I, I think it was on just the straight-up 80s station. That's so weird. Like, they just took a little detour and played Tone Loke. Yeah, look, there are reasons I love Tone Loke, and you will know exactly what they are. But that... Yeah, it's, it's, it's good for his turn in news radio, of course. Yes, for his... Two or three episode run as a security guard in news radio, in which he acquitted himself very well. Um, but that song is kind of a real garbage song. It's a disaster. There's, there's nothing happening. It, it's just it was it was before the invention of flow. Yep. Yes. If you don't look into it, even that lady because it is easy to find probably about twenty counterexamples of people who at least have the rudiments of flow down. Right. But he is not, maybe not one of them. I'm just saying that our dad today could probably do a pretty credible wild thing. <laughs> yes. It was not one of his favorites, so he doesn't know the words. But it doesn't but, take skill. But a, with a, the aid of a karaoke machine and a couple of practice runs, I'm pretty sure he could do it. What's better, that one, or Here We Come by Molotov? Oh, Here We Come by Molotov is miles ahead. It's much, much better. The flow is better. And uh, it's it's more interesting. They do more it's, stuff. It's not a four second loop repeated endlessly. Yeah. It's an you know there's twelve seconds in that loop. That's right. And it's got a chorus. Yes, agreed. I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. Yeah, even that lady's love song going back to Cali. Um, he still isn't using any flow. No. In fact, he's being as fucking chill as he can be. He is not excited at all. But um, but I do I adore that song. Uh, you know who else was on the Interscope? If I learned on that documentary, uh, Gerardo. Uh, Rico Suave Gerardo. That was the first act that was signed on Interscope. And then people, wow, they were like afraid people were going to think that that's the kind of music that they were signing on the regular. So they had to like go out and sign a bunch of different kinds of acts so they could be like, ah, see, we like all the weird stuff. That's how it ended up with a bunch of rap on it, and uh, industrial, and weird and gothy nonsense. But uh, yeah, first act they signed was uh, <clears throat> Mr. Rico Suave himself. His only addiction is that of the female species, he eats them raw like sushi. That is, that is how the dumb, dumb song goes. <laughs> uh, 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 go! I thought he was gonna go. Yeah! Mm. Yeah, straight up on the music video says Interscope Records. They know. Tell us. Tell us. 
no sé quién ha mentido. I don't drink or smoke and into dope. But I know coke. You ask me how do I do it? I cope. My only addiction has to do with a female species. I eat them raw like sushi. Yes, he does. I didn't remember that that started with an anti-drug declaration. That's right. No me vengan con tenuras. So please don't judge your book by its cover. There's more to being a Latin lover. You gotta know how to deal with a woman that won't let go. The price you pay for being a gigolo. Oh boy. Here's what I'll say. All of his inflections are wrong. That's 100% true. Matthew. True or false, in the video for Rico Suave, there is a mariachi. Uh, true? Yeah, it's true. Yeah! There's no mariachi music yes, anywhere. Yes, for that cheesy horn blast? Yeah. It's insulting. Um, all of his inflections are wrong, but he has way more flow than Tone Love. Oh yeah, for sure. It's just his choices are extremely confusing. I may, it must be because he's not an English speaker by, um, by his first language, you know. He, he doesn't drink or smoke. He doesn't do dope. He wants you to know he doesn't do coke either, as if there's someone who's like, you know, this guy who doesn't drink, smoke, or... Uh, just coke. Or hit the bong. Just cocaine. Just straight to cocaine, pure cocaine. That's all he does. <laughs> yeah. Um... You were talking about the emotional roller coaster Marjan's been on because oh, he discovered yeah, so anyway, that uh, yeah. Dr. Dre likes to hit ladies. Yeah, it's really threw her for a loop. I think she felt most bad that she had bought some Beats by Dre and had posted on the social medias about it before. You know, <clears throat> she does this thing where she will come home from having hung out with one of her friends or had been at work talking to coworkers, and she'll be like, you know, my friend said that he beat up other people. Can you believe that? And it's like, yeah, I told you that. Like I I told you that and you didn't you didn't care when I said it, but you one of your friends would be like Be careful, dog. This is turning into a story about how you told Katie that she would love Bon Me. Oh, we got to get these Bon Me. Yeah. She's never interested in getting Bon Me. Then right. one of her coworkers is like, "You know what? I like Bon Me." And then she's like, Dog, I found the best food. It's bon me, and then I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. "What is happening?" It happens so fucking often. And from like that. from personal experience, no one is interested in hearing this kind of story. Yeah, this is like telling people about your fantasy football team. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or like your dream, or God forbid, if you had a dream about your fantasy football team. I've had several. I've had many, many dreams. Of about course, that. you have. Um, yes, I understand. But I'm just saying. Like I was sitting there while she was talking about how wonderful he was, and I was going, "Yeah, I don't know." I don't know about that, but she only, her whole world came tumbling down when someone else told her that he was a bad guy, so. This is, this is what every person who told people about Bill Cosby and ladies felt like <laughs> yeah. when Hannibal Burris said something about it. Yeah, I remember there was a big news story, like, two years before that, yep. and, this was, and, and those were not the first, but those are the ones that I saw, and I was like, oh, he's a diddler! It just didn't happen for him. Yep. And then Hannibal Burris did a bit on stage, and, and then suddenly, it was like, what's up with Bill Cosby? It's so weird how that happens, how the news cycle, it did a full rotation on it, and just never picked up. He just, for some reason, it was like, uh, the fish got the bait and got away. Like, it was really weird. And then, suddenly, yeah, you're right, suddenly the Hannibal Burris thing happened, and everyone was like, can you fucking believe this Bill Cosby shit? And then 30 women came out of the woodwork, and it was like, oh, damn. Yep. Why didn't the story have legs two years ago or whatever? Hmm, just uh, wasn't its time. Or just the like twenty years and, before that. You and Doctor Dre. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Maybe I don't have to take it so personal. It's just one of those things. You're gonna. What? Oh boy. Man, I forgot that in this video he's doing the addicted to love thing. Yeah. Working all week, not a five for my money. So on the weekend comes, I go get live with the honey. Rolling down the street, I saw this girl when she was pumping. I wake my eyes, got into the ride, went to a club with jumping. Introduced myself as low, she said, you're a liar. I said, I got it going on, baby doll. And I'm I also feel like most rap songs back then were story songs. 
It is. I mean, Attack of the Name game certainly was. It's like, uh, then this happened, then I said this, she did this, and I said that. And you're like, yeah, okay. That must have taken a long time to write. A lot of poetry there. I mean, still a step above the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, lyrically. Yes. Only. Yes, that's right. Why would you have, when have you ever had to adjust your fly? My boner got so big I had to adjust my fly. Because I'm a big old boner. Because I I keep it right up against my fly all the time. (laughs) I like it to point straight up. Also, you can adjust it rather than just pulling it up and down. An old lady told him she she likes to fuck, or used to like to fuck. That's important, not only to put in the song, but then to repeat. She loves to do the wild thing. Anyway, there's like 18 more minutes of this. Yes, entirely too much. The whole song, okay. Gut check. How long did I play that for? 36 minutes. Yeah, felt like it, huh? Yes. Yeah, two minutes and ten seconds. Not any Not any amount of time. I feel like that song is all, it also, it's a cardinal sin that it commits, which is to crush your own momentum. Every time it goes guitar sting, big drum, big drum roll, and then back to nothing. That's true. And it's like, oh, this is going to go somewhere? No, fooled me again. This, still, this track still is not doing anything. I mean, the chorus of the song is Wild Thing. I know. It's not good, dude. That's it. It's, there's no energy. Yeah, it makes me feel bad, because I, I, I really loved him in the news radios, but... Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, anyway, Funky Cold Medina's just as bad. Yes. Well, they're very hard to tell apart in, in ways. <laughs> they're, they're pretty similar. They're kind of uh, standing in the shadows of love, and... Um, reach Out, I'll Be There. Reach Out, I'll Be There. Yeah. Yes, sister songs. Except if both of those were kind of garbage can fires. Yeah. Um, i trying to think of some really bad sister songs to compare those two, but I can't think of any. Because most of the time well, it's because they came up if, with one good song. <laughs> right. Normally if one is that bad, either they don't bother to do a sister song or you would never know it. That's right. Because I was like, oh, it's kind of like uh, There Goes My Baby and Sometimes I Wonder. No, it's not like no, that. No, those two are good. Yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's like... Um, uh, I can't help myself and say old song. No, 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 nope. no, 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 definitely not. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it was a bad era all around. Just I mean, for it, everything. It's true. It's really true. But like, yeah, I don't know. It, it took a long time for rap music to settle down. Yeah, it was a you know brand new genre. So, you know, it takes but, some time. But for like ten years. Yeah. Yes. Because, I mean, Rapper's Delight is pretty horrible. It's not very good. It's all, I rap to the beat. That's all it is. Well, it is, I rap to the beat, I rap to the beat. The, <sighs> everybody to the limit, the cheat is to the limit. Yeah, it is, it is, come on, for Fahukwagats. I'm really, I'm just baffled by this uh, Animal Crossing movie you mentioned. It's kind of, it keeps going through my head. I'm trying to figure out what the hell the plot could possibly be. Like, what is the conflict? How does he uh, resolve, did he resolve it just by, there's a conflict I moved to town and I need to build a house? I think a guy's like lonely and he makes friends or something. That's not good. It's just the loneliness of just, I can't believe you haven't Googled the Animal Crossing movie. Loneliness and happiness? Is it like that? Of course it's Don't- not. Dobutsu no Mori, Animal Forest Theater version. What? Is a 2006 Japanese animated film. That's like saying movie film for theaters. Joji Shimura, based on the Animal Crossing video game series, especially Wild World. Well, of course, obviously, that's the definitive game. (laughs) The film retains the theme of the video games and centers on an 11 year old girl named Ai who moves into a village populated with animals you know where what? she works to make new friends and find her own dreams. That's my fault. I'm just going to I'm going to take that one. I'm going to say that's my fault. It's I, on Wikipedia, dog. I don't Well, no, I'm just going to say I, I came at it from the point of view that of course the protagonist would be a dude and you know I'm just going to take I'm going to take my lumps on that one. I'm a, here are, I'm a horrible here are, sexist. Uh, here are some characters okay. in the movie. Rosie the cat. All right. 
An 11-year-old Frank female cat. She has a tendency to praise her own wares. She discovers a Seismosaurus fossil in the village cave. Wow, you know what? This plot's getting pretty thick already. Margie the elephant. And 11-year-old female elephant. Are they all who 11? Of becoming a designer. Despite her large and intimidating appearance, she is a kind and gentle person. Okay, so we're learning not to judge a book by its cover. I like that. Halberd Crocodile. Let me guess, is he 11? He's 12. What? Apollo the Eagle, a calm male eagle. <laughs> That's a great character description. He's, he's calm and male. Whitney the Wolf, a lovely female white wolf. She has a passion for ladylikeness. Wait, hold on a second. What? She's a lesbian? It is heavily implied throughout the movie that she and Apollo the Eagle were once a couple. Wait a minute, but she's a lesbo. No, she has a passion for ladylikeness. Does that mean she's into, like, the clam? She wants to eat the clam? Don't. What are we talking about? I don't know what you're saying. Anyway, Mr. Rossetti's in in, uh, the game. I don't know why they say list of characters in the Animal Crossing games if he's not in the movie. Does he make it into the movie? It's been so long since I saw it. (laughs) I don't know. I've never never seen it. I'm going to see. Is it still on my computer? If it is, you need to send send me that file. You need to zip that file and send it to me. Or you need to um, put it on Dropbox. What year is it? How should you send that to me? (laughs) Can you put it on a thumb drive and just... I think I need to put it on a DVD. Mail it. Can you mail it on the DVD to me? Uh, it seems like it might not be on my computer, but let's just let it search. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, I had some real shitty internet problems. Thanks, Comcast. And uh, so we couldn't really record the rest of this episode. So we'll get back to the mailbag in a couple of weeks. Uh, It was a little light anyway, so no worries about that. In the meantime, enjoy this spicy segment from our unaired pilot. You, You probably won't enjoy it. You You've been uh, thinking about getting a new car, or it's been on your, at least on the to-do list. I don't know. Yes, as my, as my car deteriorates. What was the latest thing that happened to your uh, your old Mustang? Spr- sprung a leak. Mm. So we had a we had a series of bad rainstorms uh, weekend before last. Mm. Last weekend, I now don't remember. Bad rainstorms for for San Jose, I guess. Yeah, I mean we got a few inches of rain, you know. Right. And my car had been sitting out in the rain for a while, and apparently water was pooling somewhere under the hood below the dashboard i don't know where it came from but uh when i started to accelerate forward all of a sudden a bunch of water started pouring into the passenger full <laughs> and like like a really like a disturbing amount of water right like not like oh look it's dripping like oh no my car's faucet is on oh right. wait this car is not a sink and uh has it had some other issues besides that um, I mean, the dashboard rattled within a week. Like, <laughs> so many years ago, it had some issues. Yeah, yeah. Like the shitty plastic dashboard just started rattling away, uh, probably after I hit the first pothole. Uh, the uh, there's a CD jammed in the CD player, so now the CD player doesn't work. <laughs> Good. Well, what, yep. what got jammed in there? Please tell me it was Air Combat to the soundtrack. No, that would have been cool. It was a video game soundtrack. Incoming! Giant Enemy Airborne Fortress! It was the Skyrim soundtrack, because I used to get, like, mad pumped uh, by just by just blasting the uh, opening Skyrim song. Is Grimoire's theme? It's called Dragonborn. Don't... Oh, sorry. I... It's a guess. It was, a... it was pure guess. Yeah. Isgrimoire's theme is on disc three of the soundtrack. <laughs> the, the fourth disc is all like ambient sounds, which is not cool. Hey, remember how cool it was when we got a PlayStation and we realized that you could put the video game CD in the CD player and listen to the music on it? Yeah, that was crazy cool. And, then, and I don't think that was the case for every game, no. but it was definitely the case for Ace Combat 2. Which I believe was still being called Air Combat 2, right? Yeah. I think and that changed the name of the series. Oh, wait, yeah, it was Air Combat 2, then now it's Ace Combat. Yeah. And when I say now, I mean 10 years ago when they made the last one. 
Yeah, I think no, dude. There's another one coming out soon. What? Yeah, well, I I don't really care because I played the one that came out. I don't know, five years ago, something like that, and it was just like a series of quick time events. It was like push X at the right time uh, and you'll win the mission, and it was like wait what? Now dog, uh, what? If a new Ace Combat comes out. I am going to figure out how to Twitch stream, and I'm going to make you watch. <laughs> no, don't do it. Make make you watch me play Ace Combat. <laughs> because I know that it sickens you with nerves. Make you watch. Uh, make me watch as you go after one of those submarine bunkers where, like, you can't see the submarines from above, so you have to get real. You got to get down on like the water line. You got to get down low. You got to come... never take my hand off the afterburner. So right. <laughs> I'm going to be approaching that water level going pretty fast. It's going to look like that Fly Dubai flight. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> so because we shared a room for so long, we had to watch each other play video games a lot of the time. And whenever I had to watch you play a flight sim, my stomach would start to hurt and I'd have to leave the room. Because, like you said, uh, your style of flying included having the afterburner on the entire time, whether you were in uh, a loop or uh, whatever. So there was a lot of yeah. <clears throat> ground contact. I also did a lot of vertical evasion by just nosing down at full speed. <laughs> vertical evasion? Is that what you call it? Yeah, like, oh, sure, you could try to loop up, but you're going to lose speed as you go up. But if you're going down, you just gain speed. And if you only start at 2,000 feet, whatever. Yeah, maybe. Oh, oops, I'm flying an A-10. <laughs> That's right. The A-10, always, the A-10 always had crazy good stats. It was like the best dogfighter for no good reason. It was just slow. Uh, yeah. It'd be like, uh... Well, it's because in those games, dogfighting is like dogfighting was in World War II. You get, like, mad close to the other guy, and then you, like, jink around. Not like, uh, our radar says he's he's gonna die, and we push the button, so he's dead. Well, and you could tell, because the only thing they really gave you limited numbers of was those special weapons that would let you kill someone from, from way farther away. It'd be yep. like, oh, you got four of those long-range missiles, but you got, like, 90. Or unlimited. Sometimes unlimited. Of the regular missiles that you can use at shorter range. Yeah, I'm drawing a Venn diagram now, and on the left is uh, people who have never played <laughs> a flight sim game, uh -huh. and on the right is uh, people who did watch the latest Star Wars movie. Mm. So if you're in that very, probably very thin intersection of people who went out and saw Star Wars but who have never played one of these fighter games... Uh, just imagine the scene when they're uh, all fighting on that jungle planet, and then you see Poe Dameron in his X-Wing, and he shoots, like, 15 TIE Fighters down in eight seconds. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you heard. He's the greatest fighter pilot in the entire Rebel fleet. Yeah. I think in the whole galaxy. In the... I think they say in the whole galaxy. He's even better than, like, Jedis and things? Or, what, does he have the Force? What's happening? No, they know Jedis by then. You know what I mean? Force-sensitive peoples? Yeah, who says he's not Force-sensitive? That's what I was asking. Is he Force-sensitive? Not clear. All right. Well, that's what that's sort of the problem that I have. He's a real good fighter pilot. Cause like, like, you actually can't do what he does in the movie in those games. Because, like, like, shouldn't one of them, uh, one of them knights of whatever the fuck they're called, like, just get in a TIE fighter and then be, be as good as him? Like, isn't, didn't we see a baby in those prequels? Didn't a baby get into some kind of cruiser and he was the best racer there was? Uh, didn't he get into a fighter and destroy a rebel ship or something? A rebel yeah, base? Yeah, well, I mean, he, was he tried a, spinning. That's a good trick. He was a baby. right? I don't know about kids' ages. Wasn't he a baby? Uh, yeah, I think he was supposed to be 9 or 10, uh, something like that. He was somewhere between 9 and 10 months, exactly. He was somewhere yes. in the, the infant range. And he destroyed some kind of robot star base thing. I don't know yeah, what but, it was. Okay, but he wasn't just a Jedi. He was Jedi Jesus. Well, he wasn't a Jedi because he his was a baby. His dad was the Force. Yeah. Well, his mom... Strongly implied that his dad was the Force. I heard his mom was a hoe. And... That could have been anybody's kid. That's all yeah, I'm quite saying. Quite really just takes her at her word. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no, virgin birth, no big deal. There, and was, he's there like, was no father. He's like, right, virgin birth, virgin birth, virgin birth. So, can I take the kid? Or... Were you finished telling your story? I'm... Your virgin birth, right, right. No dad. I got gotcha. you. Happens all the time. Mm -hmm. The Force is horny. I watched the new Star Wars movie twice. Twice times. Yeah, I I bought tickets way in advance, 
Not because I particularly wanted to see it, but because I didn't want to get the feeling I wanted to see it and then have all the seats be taken up. Yeah. <clears throat> so it was... it was a long time before I got seats that looked like anything at the the, the theater that has assigned seating. Mm. Did you go to the one in Mountain View or where? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Um, and then like, I don't know, like three days after that or something, my wife, Marsha, her her lab people, lab mates, coworkers wanted to go see it, and so I ended up just seeing it like right away again. And you know what? The seats were fine, so probably didn't need to buy them in advance. Yeah, well, once I'd been there, I I realized, oh, I have, probably any two seats would have been fine. Yes, I think that's right. Those seats, um, <clears throat> I don't know if they're a good idea or not. Like a year ago, I went and saw Mad Max uh, Fury Road. That was That's what it was called, right? Yep. Uh, which is basically just a nonstop action thrill ride with things exploding and loud noises the entire time. And at one point, both me and Marjan were basically asleep. Did you recline the seats all the way? Yeah, we were fully reclined, and even though uh, there was nothing but noise and light, we were both pretty much out of it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not a good well, idea. I, I, I like that movie well enough, but I didn't find it exciting. No, well, it's just, I mean, you can watch like five minutes of the movie, and then you're like, all right. I got yeah. it. I get, I get what it's about. It's a chase. It's a, it's a chase, right? Now, I think that uh, I didn't get the memo that apparently everybody got going in, which is, oh, you know, all these stunts are practical. They're just really crashing these cars. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, like an old school movie. Yeah. Apparently that is what people who were, like, crazy excited about the movie were excited by. Oh. Ner- so they were, like, cine- cinephiles. So they knew what was going on. Yeah. I did get the memo that it's supposedly a big feminist thing, and then I went in there and I thought, is it, though? No, it's not. Like, is it? Were you looking at all the scantily clad ladies, and then you went, oh, feminism. I got it. No, I'm just like, what makes it feminist? Because Charlize Theron is tough? I, I think that's exactly what they were saying. Because what I was saying was, at one point, uh, there's just, like, three chicks that are basically uh, just, like, stripping down in the desert. Yeah. Taking all their clothes off. Style. And I was like, what? What are we looking? What's happening? What are we looking at? Big feminist picture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're gonna get one uh, of those guitars that has. You're gonna get one of those uh, cars that has like a dude playing the guitar on the front. Is that gonna be your your new car? Right. So so this is the trouble is you can't just go into a dealership and buy that car. Oh. You have to like. Like you have to take it to uh, like Shelby. Oh. Like, Shelby will make you a version of that car that's got that. You can't or... just, like, go on the web and, like, customize and be like, yeah, add Guitar Zombie. No, it's like one of these things where, you know, like, Nissan has a tuning guy that, or a tuning company that's, like, it's their company. Mm. Which one is theirs? You, you still can't get it through a Nissan dealer. Uh, Nismo? Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's called Nismo? Yeah. So I'm with Gizmo? I mean, that's what it was back in the uh, Gran Turismo days. Oh, yeah. I haven't played Forza. So <laughs> that's right. You remember this from the the uh, Gran Turismo car simulator 3000. Which was the Jessica Edwards spelling bee of, uh, of racing games. Right? Uh, Matt, do you listen to uh, competing podcast The Adventure Zone by any chance? Mm, I do not. Man, frankly, I'm not impressed with the title. It's those uh, McElroy brothers. Um, they play Dungeons and Dragons with their dad, <laughs> and they that encountered a robot good. that challenged them to trivia. And the, one of them was spelling. And I thought, hmm, I bet these guys just never saw Syphilinolin. <laughs> I just wasn't in their demo. I don't think anybody did, unfortunately. So, so they, the robot didn't ask them to spell quarterback. <laughs> As in, nice quarterback junkie? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sifl and Ollie, uh was one of those things, I guess, that was on. It was on, like, a lot when it was airing. Yeah, for the for the brief window that MTV thought it was fun. Yeah. But uh, then, obviously, never made it to uh, DVD because of some kind of, some kind of internal dispute between all the I want, companies. I want those, and I want Norm. 
Like, who was so greedy? Which Who ruined that? Who was like, the $38 that we're going to make off of this? I don't know. I That's my imagine. money. I cannot imagine it was Liam Lynch. Because this dude is still making YouTube videos that are basically the same thing. <laughs> I mean, he's got a character now that just talks about vaping. Like, he just has a vape character that he does on YouTube now. That sounds like people I work with. Except... It's gotta be ironic. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, I know people who just vape all day. Like, yeah, it's the worst. At any time of day, at in any situation, no matter where they are or what they're doing, just vaping away. Did I ever tell you about the time I was, I was on uh, Hamilton, and I was, I think I was going to the prune yard with Katie for some reason, and I was about to turn left onto Bascom, and. uh I was in the first position at the light and the guy pulled up next to me to go through who was in the first position. Uh, just all of a sudden emitted a huge puff of smoke and I thought he was either smoking or vaping. But then when I turned and looked more carefully, he had a straight up hookah in the front seat of his car. <laughs> just riding shotgun? Yeah. And it's like, did he take the seat out and bolt a hookah down? Or is it seat belted in? Or, But yeah, just, just riding shotgun. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. That's like... Uh... Maybe you should get one of those models. Can you customize that through uh, Gizmo or whatever it's called? Yeah, if I go to Gizmo, I can get like uh, I can get a, an Altima with a huge stack of amps on the top and a mm-hmm. guitar playing guy. You know, you have to the guy you have to pay by the hour, which sucks. What? Yeah, he's just some but kind I of zombie. Who cares? So, so if Katie drives, right. I can paint myself weird and play the guitar. I mean, I mean they're going to be like that guy's. Yeah. That guy's way too fat. To be in this weird post-apocalyptic Australia, but I get what they're doing. Dude, you had more water than everyone else. That's water fat. Yeah. And I I got a bunch of uh, uh, lactating women, too. That's right. Dude, I'm going to tell people that from now on. I'm going to be like, so this is, this, this, no, this is just water fat. That's I've water fat. I've been drinking a lot of water lately. It's water yeah. fat. <clears throat> so we're in a drought. I'm storing it up. That's right. Look, uh, it's not going on the lawn, so it's okay. I get most of my medical advice from camels. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, they got those uh, those weird little eyes, and they're always sticking their tongues out and stuff. So they, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Also, their their feet look like um, tight yoga pants. <laughs> well, I guess the parts of them, parts of their feet look like yoga pants. Huh? definite Totoro shape on the center of the keyboard. I mean, that is pretty cool. Um, and he's got a boner. What? Yeah, Totoro with a boner. Please subscribe.